0: Hello, and a warm welcome to the Maven People Change Podcast. This is the place to find thoughtful and heartfelt conversations about leadership and organisation development. Each episode is created with our listeners in mind, so if you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, please do get in touch with us. Maven are thought leaders in the area of leadership and organisation development and have a wealth of experience in this area. We have a thriving community, and we offer regular free events. You can find out more details via our website, maven.co.uk. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please do leave us a review on your favourite platform to help us grow our audience. Thanks so much for being here, and we hope you enjoy listening. Welcome to our podcast mini-series, Why OD? As organisation development is not something most people have heard of. I certainly hadn't before I joined Maven around two years ago. I'm really interested in hearing how people found themselves working in this world we call OD. In asking our six Maven consultants this very question, I found their responses really interesting and really varied. In fact, I found it brought a little bit of what makes each of them so unique and special to the fork. So these short 10 to 15 minute podcasts are a quick way to get to know the varied pasts and personalities of our wonderful consultants. In this episode, I'm talking to our Principal Consultant and Head of Marketing and BD, Tony Nichols. So, hello, Tony Nichols. Hello, um, Claire. Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit and just give a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, so Tony Nichols, I'm Principal Consultant at Maven. And we're an organisation development and design consultancy and I've been with Maven for just over five years now.
0: Gosh, it's been that long already.
1: Yes, it has been that um, long already. <laughs> yeah.
0: mm-hmm. so, um, so the reason I'm, I'm doing this little um, podcast mini-series is because I think OD, or organisation development, is not something that most people have heard of. Mm-hmm. So I've spoken to a couple of consultants recently about how they got on, into it and I just find it really interesting hearing pe- how people found themselves on a path that led to this mm. this thing we call od um yeah. so it's yeah how how did you get into od
1: yeah um so i fell into it that's my short answer uh, the long answer is um i think it's how i was doing things anyway so mm. what does that mean so if we go right back to the beginning um my original career was in uh, engineering aerospace so I was you know, helping design fighter aircraft and uh, quickly found that that just wasn't floating my boat. It just wasn't doing it for me um, because it was just too much, the maths and the computers and numbers, and there just wasn't enough people in it I recognized. So um, I wanted to do some, I heard about this thing, you know, management, let's, let's get into management. So I wanted to move into people, you know, more working more with people. And effectively, you know, long story short, Became more and more interested in the people aspects of organisations and organisational life and management. Um, became fascinated by what makes an organisation work, recognising that it was about people, it was about relationships, it was about the difference between you know what is command and control and when is it useful and when is it not. And, and found myself moving towards development and training as a, an area of interest and what did I wanted to do. So I did the operational management roles, um, sort of cut my teeth. Uh, with sales and operational management type work and then um, dabbled in development and coaching and sort of landed myself an actual formal training manager role which moved me that that shift into okay here I am working in the people space doing training in a sales environment uh, ostensibly and from there started to broaden my um interest in more things HR so became an HR director and it was whilst I was an HR director that I noticed that I seemed to be doing things slightly differently to sort to some other HR directors who would be much more focused on the processes that HR has to look at in terms of you know the personnel side of things the pay uh, the org charts and things like that where I was much more interested in a more strategic HR perspective which was so let's talk about culture let's talk about leadership let's talk about how the whole organisation is structured in a way that um, work gets done well from an engagement perspective, et cetera. So much more, I guess it was much more sort of strategic and holistic perspective on what makes an organisation effective. And um, in those days, I would call that strategic HR. And I think to some degree, it's still called strategic HR. Systems thinking, I guess, is one of those phrases that comes into mind. And about that time, it's around... 2005, 2006, somebody, I can't remember who, said to me, Tony, I think the way you do HR is is more organization development. And I said, I have no idea what that is. Okay, I'll go have a look. So I started to explore and discovered this field of practice called organization development. And it is a field of practice with a recognized uh, group of people and academics that write uh, papers and contribute to the field. And it has practitioners who do OD, as it were. Hmm. Um, so I became interested in that, started to read about it, got a couple of books. And then uh, a friend and colleague of mine, Siobhan Sheridan, actually, she said, um, you know, there's a master's available uh, at Ruffey Park. She also pointed me towards Maven's Way some years later. And I looked at Ruffy Park's master's and um, did a master's in organisation development. And then focused my career on interim and consultancy roles in organisation development and eventually found my way towards Maven.
0: There you go. So I'm interested in so that the way you did HR mm. was in an OD way. Mm. I don't, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit, but yeah. I'm interested in how you sort of define HR and define OD, and are they are they mutually exclusive? Or So you, you were doing oh, HR yeah. and OD kind of yeah. work, yeah.
1: So we could tie ourselves in knots about definitions of HR and OD and all that stuff, and, and I have done, <laughs> and there are books written <laughs> on it. Uh, you know, one of the first books I read when I spotted the field was—I can't remember the title of the book—but it was—it was to do with, you know, is OD dying? Is it dead? You know, is it—is that it, it becomes superfluous? So, organization development as a field of practice is fairly unique in in that it is constantly challenging itself in terms of should we exist? Why do we exist? For what purpose do we exist? What are our values? What should we be doing? And that attracts me to it because it's continuously challenging itself to look at the current context within which it's working and to think about how it might best intervene to do the right thing. And one of the other things about the field of practice is the values. The values value is very much about um, yes the humanistic perspective in terms of it's about the people and doing the right thing for the people. It's not about maximising profit at the expense of the people. Mm. Both of those are there. It's, it's got a commercial edge to it. Of course it has. I've got a commercial edge, I think. It's about profit, but it's about people first as well. So. Yeah, there's there's this whole debate around HR. So I I think there are lots and lots of HR directors who still call themselves HR people who are doing OD, and that's brilliant, and do a brilliant job. Many, many very capable people in HR. And then I think there are others that increasingly recognise this field of practice called OD, that they go, I want a bit of that too. So I've got all this stuff that's you know uh, HR stuff, and I've got um, strategic workforce planning. I've got the L&D side of things, the learning and development i've got you know payroll and all those complicated sophisticated processes and areas of knowledge i've got all that and i've got this thing called od that when i add that together suddenly the whole the, the whole this much more strategic perspective on how organizations are effective opens up and i think critically what the field of od brings to anybody who starts to explore it is a sense of um what me young judge would call instrumentality so this idea that who i am and how i show up is critical to how effective i am and how effective organizations can be so as an hr director as an hr business partner as a training and development manager whatever role you might call yourself there's a sense that i've talked i talked about this in the book the classical perspective on managers is that who you are and how you show up doesn't really matter as long as you've got a good model and a good tool and a good technique, you could be that anonymous person in a white coat with a clipboard and just bring a particular model and a process and things will work. Mm. I think in the real world, a contemporary perspective that OD brings says, well, that's not the real world. You step into a room and you have an impact because you're an individual, you're unique, you have strengths, you have weaknesses, you have biases, you have opinions, you have some tools and techniques as well. But in that mix, who you are and how you show it matters. So OD suggests that you should notice that. You should do the work you need to do to notice who you are and how you're showing up in a way that goes much deeper than traditional uh, self-awareness type uh, training, as it were. Oh. And that's it, I guess. That's what attracts me to it because it's it, it, it invites organisation development as a field of practice invites me to continue to do my work on myself such that I can be more effective for and with others.
0: Mm. Brilliant.
1: Is that enough?
0: Yeah, I think so. Mm. That does it. Okay, That's okay. great. Thanks, Good. Tony. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to us today, and we hope to see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.